Welcome to 95 Mac Daily for Tuesday, November 14th, 2023. I'm your host, Chance Miller. We are sponsored this week by DirecTV Stream. Leading off today, as we approach the end of 2023, it's time to start checking out your Apple Music Replay data. Apple Music Replay offers a playlist of your top songs for every year and additional details like your top albums, total listing time, and top artists. You can access your Apple Music Replay playlist for 2023 via the Music app on your iPhone. Just go to the Listen Now tab, scroll down to the bottom, and you'll find a collection of your Apple Music Replay playlists for this year and other years dating all the way back to 2015 if you're an OG Apple Music subscriber. Via the Apple Music Replay website, you can also find a breakdown of your top artists, your top albums, your top songs, and your total listening time. You can find that just by going to replay.music.apple.com. This data is updated every week on Sunday through the end of the year. And finally, if you're a Spotify subscriber, there's currently no way to view your Spotify wrapped year in review just yet. Spotify typically makes its Spotify rap data available sometime in the first week of December. In other news today, as the Justice Department's antitrust lawsuit against Google continues to unfold, we've learned even more about the secretive agreement between Apple and Google over Safari's default search engine setting. It turns out, in a newly revealed number that Google gives Apple a 36% cut of all of its search revenue generated through Safari. Bloomberg reported on the detail that was first disclosed on Monday. This number was meant to remain confidential, but was revealed by Google's economic expert on the stand yesterday. Apple and Google have worked to keep many of the financial and number details of the agreement private throughout this trial, citing potential competitive disadvantages. Nonetheless, we now know that Google gives Apple 36% of search revenue generated by advertising through Safari. In terms of a financial amount, analysts suggest that this ranges anywhere from $18 billion to $20 billion per year. That represents somewhere around 15% of Apple's total annual operating profit. Apple is so involved in the DOJ's antitrust case against Google because of this agreement and how the iPhone dominates the U.S. smartphone market. The argument against Google is that by paying Apple to remain the default search engine, competing search engines have no chance to grow and actually be competitive. There's also an argument to be made that Google incentivizes Apple not to compete in search because of this ad-sharing arrangement through which Apple makes so much money. But as we've explained in the past, Apple is not actually a named party in the lawsuit, but any outcome against Google from the DOJ could certainly impact that deal. We are sponsored this week by DirecTV Stream. DirecTV Stream is the best way to watch live streaming TV right on all of your Apple devices. DirecTV Stream is offering some of its most ambitious discounts of the year, with plans starting at just $65 a month for access to dozens of your favorite TV stations. Learn more and subscribe to DirecTV Stream today using the link in the show notes below. And be sure to check out the DirecTV Stream applications for iPhone and iPad and Apple TV. DirecTV Stream, live TV, sports, and movies wherever you want to watch.
running out today as Apple inches closer to its goal of becoming completely carbon neutral by 2030. The company wants to ensure that customers know they aren't paying a premium for new devices. Speaking at an event last week, Apple's Vice President of Environment, Policy, and Social Initiatives, Lisa Jackson, affirmed that Apple doesn't increase product prices to offset any cost of its carbon reduction initiatives. So what that means is Apple customers aren't paying extra to help support any added price increases associated with the environmental efforts. Jackson said that Apple doesn't factor in a premium to take care of the environmental work it's doing. Jackson also emphasized that Tim Cook has set the tone for these initiatives, saying, quote, I want to do this in a way that other businesses can say this isn't because they're Apple. It's because they understand how to make clean energy and recyclable materials work in the manufacturing chains and drive emissions down, end quote. Jackson's comments come as the Apple Watch Series 9 launched in September as Apple's first-ever carbon-neutral product, and the Apple Watch SE 2 and Ultra 2 are also now carbon-neutral. The company does note, however, that this only applies to select case and band combinations of the Apple Watch. But Jackson also reiterated that Apple is working with smaller companies to recycle rare earths and other materials, including continued investment in ways to, again, make more of its products carbon neutral. That wraps up another episode of 9to5Mac Daily. As always, you can find all of the latest Apple news on 9to5Mac.com. Follow along with me on Twitter, Mastodon, or Threads at Chance H. Miller. And we'll be back tomorrow for a new episode of 9to5Mac Daily.